I firmly believe that anyone can succeed at what they want to achieve at in their life, but it makes it so much easier, so much faster, so much more streamlined when you've got a systematic uh, action plan to follow. And that's really what these four steps that I've been discussing here today are all about. You're listening to The Growth Booth, the show focused on achieving lifestyle freedom through online businesses. Whether you're looking for step-by-step strategies to start building an online business, simple game plans to grow your business, or proven lifestyle freedom frameworks, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and be sure to join the thousands of listeners already in growth mode. Adam Booth here, welcome to episode number 37 of The Growth Booth. Now, if you're watching the video version of this, which you can find either on thegrowthbooth.com or on YouTube by searching for The Growth Booth, you'll notice a couple of things that are a little bit different about this episode. Firstly, you'll get a small glimpse at my new office. So I don't have a black backdrop behind me anymore. I've actually got uh, a real office uh, behind me, which is nice. Uh, so you'll get a small glimpse of that and you'll see more of that uh, in the future when we're doing um, you know, video uh, only versus uh, what I'm doing here today, which is uh, sharing slides with you. And that's the other thing that's a little bit different about uh, this podcast here today is that if you want to watch the video version of it, then you're going to see some slides as well. And what we're going to be talking about is how to get there from here and what I mean by that is how to get to where you want to get to in the future from where you are today and you're getting a condensed uh, sort of um, you know boiled down version of a presentation that I've recently gave at our Blueprint Academy uh, Mastermind event and I'll share a link to the Blueprint Academy uh, in the show notes uh, at thegrowthbooth.com we can find out more and This is, like I say, a condensed version of a presentation that I gave to our Blueprint Academy members. And I think it's uh, a good thing to come back to once in a while just to sort of uh, evaluate where you're at and think about how you can get to where you want to be. I think there are four key steps that you can follow. I'm going to talk about what I think they are uh, in this workshop. Now, you don't have to be listening uh, or, or sorry, you don't have to be watching the video version of this uh, to be able to get good value out of it. You can get plenty of value just by listening. However, if you do want to watch the video version, then you'll be able to see the slides uh, that I'm sharing as well. And we'll make sure that we we share those with you uh, over at thegrowthbooth.com on the show page, which is at episode number 37. So uh, diving into this right now, let's talk about how to get there from here. What this is really all about is it's about uh, change, it's about growth, it's about mindset, it's about uh, cause and effect and I'm going to try to sprinkle in a few personal examples uh, along the way as we we get into this material but I think that believing uh, who you are has a much bigger impact on your growth than anything else out there so it's really important to have a very firm belief of who you are uh, and I'll talk more about what uh, that means and, and at least what I mean by that uh, as we get into this. I think it's been shown over and over again that most people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. That's a quote from uh, Bill Gates and I've certainly seen this uh, unfold in my, my own life. So I think when you're thinking about your goals and where you want to get to, if you're looking at it through a slightly longer lens, it doesn't have to be that long. It could be five years, 10 years, as opposed to just one. Uh, Make sure you're not underestimating uh, yourself. Make sure you're giving yourself a a big enough goal uh, to go after. Now, there are time spans, I think, that that shape 
uh, our lives and it's different for everyone but uh, I know that for me you know childhood from the age of zero through to uh, through through to 18 this this was a point where I was at uh, you know I was, at, I, was going, I was going through my schooling years um, there was one year in that uh, schooling period of zero to 18 I think I was 11 years old when I lived in the UK that was definitely a defining moment in my life I then had uh, this sort of period of years of essentially a young adult uh, and these are my own definitions you know these don't have to don't have to stick to these but you know in that 18 to 21 year old uh, range for me that was leaving home at 18 years old traveling to the United States on my own at 20 uh, finishing university getting a job and then ultimately shifting to Argentina at 22 years of age and earning my first dollar online uh, in 2005 in my early 20s buying my first property learning Spanish, you know, establishing a side hustle business, then ultimately uh, years later having kids. And these are examples of moments that have shaped my life. And there's been different motivators along uh, the, the journey. So at, at times it's been, uh, you know, about survival. You know, when I was first getting started with my online business, I needed to make money to be able to survive, to be able to stay in, in Argentina. If I didn't start making money uh, from my online business back in 2005 I was going to have to go back to New Zealand and get a a traditional job Uh, at other points in time there's been a point to prove you know people said that it wouldn't work I wouldn't be able to do it and I had that as a motivator certainly autonomy uh, being able to make my own decisions being able to truly have that freedom Uh, status uh, as well I think uh, impacts everyone at some point responsibility legacy and values and when you really start thinking about these, I think you can, uh, or at least have these types of things in the forefront of your mind. It, it helps you when you're pushing forward and certainly helps you to think about um, the period that you're in and, and where uh, you might ultimately want to get to. And I think your life can change a lot when you make focused and disciplined efforts over uh, time. So I think a good question to ask yourself is what do you really uh, want to be doing? And I think if I look back at my uh, career and building my online business, there are there, there are also points in time. The first couple of years was about hustling. It was about making enough money to sort of survive. Beyond that, it was about uh, you know getting comfortable um, and establishing a one hundred thousand dollars per year income. It was then about mastery in years five and six of my online business and getting to making my first million dollars in a year. In years seven and eight, it was about really building beyond a $10 million net worth. And then uh, in years nine plus, it was mid eight figures and, and really about leaving a legacy. If we look at these different stages. So what I've been trying to do in the initial few minutes of this podcast is just give you an idea of what my journey uh, has looked like and how I've gone from you know not having a dollar to my name to uh, having you know more money than I need can really spend, and also uh, more freedom than I ever imagined possible, which is a much more important uh, metric I think uh, for someone to measure. So there are four points to getting what you want, and I've seen these uh, sort of over and over again. And it starts with point number one being to identify what you want your life to look like. The second point is to eliminate things that are incongruent with that and that basically means start saying no more often to build a plan uh, and to do this by working backwards from what you want uh, to get and then to take massive action 
Now, there's something else that's different about this episode here today, and this episode, for the first time ever, I'm going to be talking about the mind game. Now, the mind game is something that you can take a look at by going to thegrowthbooth.com forward slash mind game, and this is a course that I created. It's 66 videos which are dedicated to getting you, uh, getting your mind and your mindset uh, congruent with the things that you're doing every single day to move your business forward. So 66 videos all about mindset, all about uh, moving you along this path of your thoughts leading to your behaviors and your behaviors leading to your results. If this is something that interests you, then go and check out the Mind Game course. You can invest in this. And the Mind Game is the sponsor of today's episode. So we'll make sure that we share a link to that in today's show notes. Now, in the Mind Game course, I talk a lot more in a lot more detail about some of the things that I'm going through here today. There are 66 lessons in there so again if this is something that really interests you then uh, I encourage you to go and check that out at thegrowthbooth.com forward slash mind game and you'll find out what it's all about there's a video on that page that goes into uh, so much more detail your thoughts lead to your actions and your actions lead to your results this is something we've seen over and over again I've spoken about a lot uh, on this show and it's not uh, something new by any stretch of the imagination, but it's worth uh, recapping here because it really forms the basis of what we're working through in these four steps. So step number one, as I mentioned, was to identify what you want your life to look like and to think more about who you want to become than the materialistic things that you want to have because they uh, will be the result of who you become. So who you want to be should drive your decisions and your actions. And you need to get clarity on what your real objectives are. Who do you really want to be? And what does that uh, look like? That's step number one. And there's a good book that I read recently by Dr. Benjamin Hardy called Be Your Future Self Now. And some of the graphics that you're going to see in the next uh, few slides, if you're watching the video version, are taken uh, from that book. So that's another book that we'll be recommending in the show notes for you to go and, and check out uh, and grab if you like uh, what we're talking about here. One of the graphics that I'm sharing with you that you can see in the video here if you're watching the video version, it basically says that if you've got a small vision, then you're always going to get small results, even if you put tons of effort in. So the results that you can get are limited by what your imagination is, essentially. That's why if you've got huge, a huge vision, uh, huge goals, huge objectives, uh, and, and really just shooting for the stars, you're more likely to get closer to them than if you're, you've just got a very, very small vision. So I think it's always good to, to think big when you are pursuing things uh, in business. And that's tied in with step one here, which is identifying what you want your life to look like. The more detailed the vision you have, the easier it is going to be to realize. So do you have a fuzzy vision that you can't sort of make out? Or have you got something that you're imagining that you want in your life that's crystal clear? The clearer that vision is, the easier it's going to be to attain. Now, the other thing that I'll mention is that if you've got more than three priorities, then you don't have any. This comes from uh, Jim Collins, a trap that we see a lot of people falling into, is that they're focused on three, four, five, six, seven things at once. When if you want the best results possible, then you really need to drill down and focus on just a couple of things. And I would say at a maximum, Three. So for me, those three things are family, uh, they're business, and health. And within each one of these three things, there are other, um, you know, little, obviously lots of little objectives and things as well. But these are the three main focuses. And 
it's not just about having three things to focus on or less. It's about finding simplicity. So, for example, how many online businesses are you trying to build at the same time? If it's more than a couple, then it's probably too much. Would you have a better chance if you focused your efforts on just one or at the most two? Yeah, probably. Or if you had fewer focuses in general in your life, would that give you a better chance at actually achieving them? Yeah, I think it probably would. So, be careful that you don't fall into this trap of doing too much uh, at one time. And part of this means that you need to say no to things more often than you say yes. So say, for example, you want to be earning $1 million a year from uh, a fun business that you work on maybe three days per week that you can run uh, from anywhere. This might be a business goal. You might want to be in good health as well. And you might want to have an abundance of time to spend with your family. This could be a set of three goals that describe where you want to get to. And it can be hard to work out exactly what you want in your future. It can be challenging to get clarity around this. And one hack that I've picked up, that I picked up in that book by Benjamin Hardy, is that you can imagine 10 years from now, what would yourself, 10 years older, say to the person you are today? So imagine that you are 10 years older right now and imagine that person is giving some advice to you today. What would that person be telling you? So for me, my 10-year-older self would be saying something, hey, look, Aiden, uh, your kids are going to be 15 years old and 13 years old. They're going to be out of uh, their their childhood, essentially. So make sure that you make the most of the opportunities that you've got with your kids here today because in 10 years' time, they're not going to be little kids anymore. So that's why, um, and I think this gives a good perspective on how fast uh, time can go by and what your real important focuses should be. So I want to be someone who has plenty of time to be around my kids. I want to be someone who's healthy. I want to have uh, be around the important people in my life. I want to build uh, pipelines for my investment, uh, you know, pipelines and, and systems and structures that keep it simple. I want to eliminate stress and complexity. I want to be able to focus with deep work on different uh, projects that I'm working on at, at any given time versus being uh, scatterbrained all over the self. I want to understand uh, what my limits are and really pursue what my passions are. I've got a, a really uh, strong idea of what uh, I would like to be or who I would like to be in 10 years' time, and it's building on who I am here today. And if you think about this from your future self's perspective, you're sitting on an absolute gold mine. You're sitting on a gold mine of time because time is always ticking away. And one thing I think your 10 year old, uh, 10 year older uh, self would say to yourself now is look, you know, you're much younger now and you could do many more things over the next, uh, you know, few years. Don't squander that time. It's an absolute gold mine. So, what does you, what is your future self like? Something that you can do is get out a pen and paper and actually uh, write this down. Write down who you want to become. Do you want to be someone there who is always present uh, around your family? And it might not be about kids. It could be about your parents or your siblings or, or whoever. Do you want to be time rich? Do you want to be an active participant in the community? Do you want to have a, a loving family? Do you want to be a role model? Do you want to have an outlook of abundance? It's going to be different for everyone. But start brainstorming this and, and really uh, define what it means to fulfill that person who you want to become. 
if it's being an ever-present uh, mum or dad or child or sibling, it might mean things like uh, never missing a soccer game, never m- missing a birthday party. It might mean accompanying accompanying a, a parent to a, a medical appointment and so on and so forth, being there and being present. And I think you can get specific like this on every kind of uh, goal uh, or idea that you may have. And your future self will be more different uh, than you can probably imagine. You know, it's hard to... Uh, you know, if you, again, if you look back at who you were 10 years ago, chances are you were probably quite different or had different um, things in your life going on than, than what you've got today. So again, uh, don't underestimate just how much you're going to change in the future. So that's step one. Step two is to eliminate the incongruent and start saying no more often. So what we're trying to do here is build laser focus into what you're doing and realize the cause and effect uh, scenario where what you think about and act on each day is ultimately what you will achieve. And so it's time to start saying no to more projects so that you can focus on what you really want to achieve. Now, I've spoken about the 80-20 rule and in the last episode of The Growth Booth with James Tramco, I spoke about the 64-4 rule where 4% of your effort can lead to 64% of your results. So from a financial standpoint, if you make $1 million, 20% of the effort probably leads to about 800,000 of that and 4% of your effort would lead to maybe 640,000 of that. So it's an interesting uh, thing to consider, you know, how much uh, do you really want to um, put yourself into something? Can you apply this 64-4 rule to get the absolute uh, best sort of bang for your buck or that best equilibrium, that best balance between how much you're putting in and how much you're getting back? And this is what we call the the value matrix. If you're looking at, if you're watching the video uh, of this episode, you'll see be seeing the value matrix. Essentially, it's a look at how much input uh, you're putting in and how much that is resulting to the output. Okay, so it's applying the 80-20 rule or the 64-4 rule and having a look at, um, you know, the multiples and how they how they sort of work out there. And we are kept from our goals, not by our obstacles, but by a clear path to a lesser goal. So it's really important that when you are focusing on your goals, you are focusing on the goals that are most important and not on goals that are going to pull you off in another direction. You need to seek that alignment. So if one of your goals is to be earning $1 million per year from a business that you can run from anywhere that only has that only requires you to work three days per week, if this is one of your priorities, then how are you going to arrange your life so that you can prioritize this over everything else? Everything else other than, of course, um, other you know, might have one or two other objectives which are equally as important, like, for example, uh, family and fitness in, in my case. So is your day, your week, your month arranged to really prioritize what's important or are there lots of things happening that don't really need to be happening, things that you can eliminate Uh, from your life because they're not congruent with ultimately who you want to become. And I think when you look at the compounding uh, effect of decisions, it becomes very apparent that if you get in an upward cycle over time, and time being the, the real multiplier here when it comes to compounding, it can make all the difference in the world, whether you're making those positive uh, little decisions and those positive uh, little actions on a daily basis, on a weekly basis versus uh, the ones that are not congruent with your goals because these are the ones that add up uh, big over time. 
So step three then is to build a plan and uh, you can do this by working backwards from where you want to be or what you want to achieve. So if there's something that is one of your priorities, then how are you going to arrange your life so that that one thing can be prioritized over everything else other than things that might have equal importance, like for example, your your family or your health. And I think one of the ways that, or one of the things that's really, really important to consider here is to keep things simple. And I like to ask myself, what would this look like in its simplest form? What can you remove from the list of requirements to get or to be able to achieve what you want to achieve in a simpler fashion? And think in terms of a minimum viable product. That's a term that we use in in the software development world. We're creating a product for the first time. We think about what is the, the minimum viable product that we could get out on the market. And it's much more important to get that product out or to ship that product out, as Seth Godin likes to say, uh, than to make something perfect but never potentially actually get it uh, out there. And perfection is not when there's nothing left to add. It's when there's nothing left to remove. And one way that you can get to where you want to get faster is by systematizing, uh, by simplifying, by getting help. And I, th- I often think about... Um, you know, this starting this podcast, one of the things that I had in my mind was if I was going to do this, I needed to be able to do it in 30 minutes or 60 minutes per week. Otherwise, it was going to start uh, really interfering with other things in my life. And the way that I was able to achieve that was by leveraging teams and systems and focus, by working smart and, uh, you know, syndicating content across all the different areas where this podcast is published. So YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, you know, blog, search engine optimization, and so much more. Another question that you can ask yourself is how would such and such thing be done if you weren't there? So, for example, perhaps you do all of the accounting uh, in your business and you check all of the finances. If you weren't there or if you had to force yourself to stop doing that, how else could that be done? Is there someone that you could pull in? Is there a team that you could build or a software system or something that you could use to uh, sort of remove that uh, from your shoulders. This is a really good way to think about, um, you know, simplifying and really sort of making the most of systems in your life. And then I also think it's really important to schedule. So to set time aside to do what needs to be done. If you're focusing on three things, then every week should revolve around these three things and your calendar should reflect this. And if you've got other things in your calendar that do not reflect these three areas that are important to you, then you should probably eliminate them. You want to spend the time on the things that are aligned with your future self. And when you're not connected to your future self, you make stupid decisions in the present. And that's why we always need to seek that alignment. Otherwise, you, you sort of end up uh, sort of navigating all over the place uh, almost aimlessly. Whereas when you've got alignment, when you've got a way of tracking uh, your, your progress, that's how you can get to your destination in the most seamless way possible and really take that path of least resistance that we talk about. And every decision that you make, every action that you make, it's either going to be a cost or an investment to your future self. So again, I think it's really important to understand who you want to become, what that looks like, and then think about how the actions that you're taking on a day-to-day basis uh, will help you uh, get there or hinder your progress. So to recap where we've gone so far, step one was to identify 
what you want your future life to look like. Step number two was to eliminate things that were incongruent or things that are incongruent and to start saying no more often. The third step is to build a plan and you can do this by working backwards from what you want to ultimately achieve. Now, the fourth step is to take massive action. And one thing I'll say here is you need to be thinking bigger and you need to be thinking faster. I like to 5x uh, my goal. So if I've got an initial goal of, say, uh, $500,000 business in five years, then I could 5x that by saying, you know, I want to have a $2.5 million business in five years, or I could be saying I want to have a $500,000 business in one year. So there are always different ways that you can speed things up. You could make the number bigger, you could make the time smaller, but I think just thinking bigger uh, is really, really important. And anytime that you are embarking on, on a new project, ask yourself, you know, what would this look like? If I was going to do it five times faster, 10 times faster, what would this look like if I only had one hour to invest in this? And then set about putting the teams in place, the systems in place, simplifying and focusing your life to make uh, or to allow yourself to achieve the kind of things that you want to achieve on a much, much faster way. I think it's important to keep your eyes on the prize and regularly course correct so that you're not uh, you know, navigating all over the place aimlessly, like what I mentioned before. So check if you're on track or not. And if you're not, then what needs to be changed? Do you have to change something uh, in the actions that you're doing? Do you have to change your schedule? Do you have to start saying no uh, to more things that you might be saying used to currently? The tactics might change, but if your vision is strong, then the objective will uh, ultimately remain the same. And it's really not that complicated to reverse engineer uh, what you want to sort of achieve in your life and, and what you would therefore need to do to get there. It's definitely not chance that you are where you are right now. You are where you are right now in your life because of all the actions and all the decisions that you've taken, you know, for better or worse, that that's just the way it is. And a fuzzy or a non-existent vision means that the current of life sort of just pushes you along and you just wind up where you wind up. A focused and deliberate plan, on the other hand, means that you get to control your own destiny. Now, most human behavior is driven by short-term rewards or immediate battles. And I think part of really achieving the life that you want to live in the longer term and looking at it through a longer lens is not succumbing to these short-term rewards, not um, just getting stuck in these immediate battles, but rather keeping your eyes on the prize in the future and making sure that what you're doing today is aligned with who you want to be as your future self. You need a clear uh, finish. You need a clear vision and then the discipline to help guide you to it. It's not that complicated, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. You still need to make sure that your actions are congruent with your vision. Otherwise, you will not uh, reach the vision that you want. So to finally sum up here, the four steps that I've mentioned in this episode have been to identify what you want your life to look like, to eliminate things that are incongruent, and to start saying no more often. Step three is then to build a plan by working backwards from what you want uh, to figure out what you need to do to actually get what you want. And then step four is to take massive action. I firmly believe that anyone can succeed at what they want to achieve at in their life, but it makes it so much easier, so much faster, so much more streamlined when you've got a systematic 
uh, action plan to follow. And that's really what these four steps that I've been discussing here today are all about. So head over to the growth booth, navigate to episode number 37. You're going to be able to download the slides uh, that I was sharing in this workshop here today, just in case you were listening to the audio version of it. And make sure you also check out some of the previous episodes we've had on the growth booth. There's lots of good content here that is related to this. And make sure you also check out uh, the mind game, which you can uh, find out more about by going to thegrowthbooth.com forward slash mind game. That's a wrap for this episode. I'll see you on the next episode of The Growth Booth. Thanks for listening.